And today, Sally's taking us to South America and looking at some nice things to do in some of the smaller countries there. We'll also take a look at a new destination for Formula One racing and some cruise information as well as the hot deals in the travel marketplace at the moment. Time to talk travel. Sally Lucas, South America is always a great destination. You've got some interesting things to bring along with South America for us today. Yeah, I have. Um um, one of the gentlemen who owns uh, one of the huge um, companies that represents South America and all that it has to offer, he travels regularly himself, even though he is you know, the owner of the company. He makes sure his knowledge is, is always up to date. And he writes, he just calls it Ted's Travels mm-hmm. and things that he does. So he's recently been there and he decided to go to a lot of the less known uh, South American destinations because he felt that they just had the tiniest ones, and they've had a lot to offer. Um, the Guianas, for example, he said, are highly cosmopolitan. They have a mix of native and European heritage, as well as many influences that have given the countries a unique identity with nuances of the Caribbean, African and Asian cultures. And Guiana is little known by the world, but it will be, he figures, an emerging ecotourism market because they've got impressive waterfalls, lush rainforest and tropical rain, um, wildlife, sorry, tropical wildlife. The ex-British colony Guiana is 80% covered by rainforest and it hosts a a falls called the Cayatur Falls, a single drop falls apparently he reckons compete against Venezuela's famous Angel Falls, but much less crowded by tourism and therefore, you know, and also, I don't think Venezuela is all that safe these days. Anyhow, so you're probably safer off going to Guyana. Um, so in Guyana, the population speaks English and they're mad about cricket. But in Suriname, the national language there is Dutch. And the capital city there is Paramaribo. And you have Dutch heritage there in the architecture that uh, represents the old Amsterdam. So that's interesting as well. And it's also covered in lush jungle that enables the country to exploit its natural assets to promote ecotourism activities, etc. And then you've got French Guiana. So that's your third little Guiana. They're all part of what they call the three Guianas. Let me guess. The national language there is... French. French. How did you guess, Jane? So clever, aren't you? So you, they've got a, a, a centre there called the Kourou Space Centre and also 18th century ruins on the prisons of the Ile de Sulu, which was also known as Devil's Island. And so that, an interesting fact also about French Guiana, that it's home to some of the Hmong villages that actually migrated from North Vietnam quite some time ago. So that's interesting, isn't it? So Very that's Yeah, that's a reflection of how diverse Latin America it is and some of these places that you can go to. So that's just to give you a, a little idea of some of these little Guianas that are interesting. He also talks about the top seven train journeys in Latin America. So you've got Copper Canyon in Mexico, which has also been a very renowned train in its day, and it's also known as El Chepe. And you take passengers from the desert to the Pacific coast in the northwest of Mexico and you go through sheer canyon walls, waterfalls and plains. It's 650 kilometres from Chihuahua to Los Mojis on the coast and it goes via 36 bridges and 87 tunnels. And it's been running for 50 years. You've got the Panama Canal Railway linking the city of Colón on the Atlantic coast and Panama City. That's another one and apparently it offers spectacular views of one of the world's less travelled tourism Destination, so there's another one for you. Um, the Tren Crucero in Ecuador, it's a luxury and vintage train that has just four carriages, two dining cars and two lounge cars. And you have that wonderful experience from Ecuador's capital, uh, Quito, of course, through the Andes and over snow-capped ma- mountains and volcanoes before you get to the coastal city of Guayaquil. 
uh, Tren Alas Nubis in Argentina, and it's considered the world's top rail adventure as the train to the clouds, which reaches heights of 4,200 metres. Wow. Wow. Connecting northwest Argentina, in Tina rather, with the Chilean border in the Andes mountain range. So there's another one for you, and it's got a 230 metre long viaduct in that one. That's considered the most photographed part of that particular train journey. Um, the end of the world train journey, of course, you can guess where that goes to down in from Ushuaia to the Tierra del Fuego National Park, right down the bottom of South America. That's a lovely, fantastic one. Machu Picchu, of course, you've got the wonderful carriage there, the Hiram Bingham Deluxe is one of the trains that takes you up to Machu Picchu from Cusco. And you've got the Belmond Andean Explorer, which is another luxury train that gives you incredible views of the Andes mountain ranges as well. And it reaches highs, it heights of 4,300 metres. And it takes pe- uh, people from um, Cusco, of course, right through to beautiful Lake Tikicaca as well and down then into Arequipa via the Colca Canyon. So there's some very interesting things you can do on the continent of South America. We're talking travel and Sally Lucas... Well, what's happening right at the moment? Are we cruising or motor racing? We're going to go cruising first. Um, Just to talk about, well, different ways of cruising, I guess we're talking about, which we have before. But this is the Star Clippers, which they started out about... 30 years ago, the gentleman that started it, he wanted to create a sailing experience that was unlike anything else at the time that was in existence, which, which it was. And, and it's still really quite unique because you've got these beautiful mastered vessels, um, but they've got quite modern, of course, facilities on board. So you're sailing like you were in the old days on a big old clipper or a sloop or something like that. But you, it's embracing what they say, the romance of sailing. And they now cruise in lots of different areas. I mean, they only started out, you know, in one area and it grew and grew and grew. So you've got some of these vessels sailing in areas like the Caribbean, the Mediterranean and Southeast Asia. And they're actually announcing some new destinations because Southeast Asia is is growing all the time. So they're adding Cambodia to their list of ports um, for April 2020, starting April 2020. And of course, it's going to an island called Koh Rong. So that would be interesting. Apparently, it's got quite dense forests and white sandy beaches so that sounds really interesting destination that wouldn't be touristy of course which is what we're trying to aim for these days I think is to get away so we can still have these lovely experiences and I think this is what they're trying to offer you as well as well as going into the coastal city of Sianukville um, so that's something different as well you can do but they also do the western Mediterranean with an array of new ports including Corsica, Sardinia and the Riviera on a round trip out of Cannes um, then they go into the in um, Corsica go to the town of Popriano, which apparently has a very vibrant harbour and they go to some traditional villages and some of the best beaches in Sardinia. Uh, they're going into Croatia now as well. Cortula, of course, which is quite a romantic town with its red tiled old roof town and lovely cypress and pine forests. And they're also doing, if you want to, most of these cruises are about seven nights, by the way, but it, they do have the odd longer one. And they're doing one that if you want to go a bit deeper into Croatia and Italy, there's an 11 night Italy, Montenegro and Croatia itinerary as well, which they're going to be operating next year. So, you know, I've had people go on these vessels and they just said it's just unbelievable. It's the most wonderful experience uh, to sail on one of these lovely clippers. 
And while we're talking the unusual, I mean, this has been operating for a while, this particular itinerary, but this is the vessel that services the uh, Marquesa Islands of French Polynesia. So it's a beautiful on the Aranui. It's a vessel that they've kept upgrading and changing and, and building new vessels, but it's like an ultimate passenger freighter which takes you out to remote, seldom visited areas. Again, that's the only way they get their produce, you know, is, is by this vessel to take them out there. So again, you've got unspoiled beauty and you gave it lovely two-week cruise and before and after you get a, a night in Tahiti each end as well to experience that and that's a two-week cruise that operates year-round so that is fantastic again we've had such fabulous feedback from people that have done that particular style of cruising so there's always something to suit everybody out there Jane I think depending on whether you really like the small ship the expedition you know the large ship whatever river cruising whatever barges we could go on there's all sorts of cruising out there and yes you're saying car racing well that was interesting when that hit my desk this week I hadn't even heard a rumour that the Formula One racing is going to Vietnam so there you go for all those racing enthusiasts out there and it's an interesting country to go to anyway but um, yes it's going to be a 5.565 kilometre track using existing streets but with a purpose built pit area 12 k's west of Hanoi April 2020 is the month expected and official dates are yet to be announced by the uh, World Racing Organisation in December but they say tickets have been released already and will sell fast so if you're passionate about Formula 1 you might want to put your hand in there and get some tickets already so yeah formula one coming to vietnam and before i go jane when we were talking about south america earlier i meant to mention there's a company now that's putting out some fabulous independent travel deals that you can do with using passes so if you're the sort of person that's got you know limited uh, rather unlimited time or limitless time where you just want to just go at your own pace so they've got all these wonderful travel passes doing all the different areas of south america but not just south america other countries as well so keep that in mind it's called bamba and they're just really catering to the independent traveler but they have lots of other little side trips they offer you as well like excursion sightseeing if you want to tack them on you know as part of your bus pass so just keep that in mind it really would suit the independent traveler we're talking Travel and Sally Lucas, it's time to look at the hot deals in the current travel marketplace. What have you got for us today? Well, firstly, we're, we're talking South America today, of course. And in September this year, the eco camp that is down in the Torres del Pine National Park reopens because it only opens, you know, certain seasons. And they're offering a 20% discount on the second person if you book between now and the 31st of August. And they have these lovely, cozy geodesic domes that are situated in the heart of the Torres del Pine National Park and of course you do lots of beautiful things every day and it's up to you what you want to do, you can customise what you want to do, um, you know, cycling hiking, nature walking you know, a wildlife safari etc so it's something really fabulous to do if you're thinking of heading down into that fabulous part of South America which is the Torres del Pine National Park um, Within the Pacific region I thought winter warmers, we need to think about a few things to keep us warm don't we, even though I know we've had a few nice days lately but we we have had some cold ones, yeah. I can't wait for the warmer weather, but that's me. Um, so these are a various range of lovely little South Pacific Island holidays. The Cook Islands, of course, we all love the Cooks, a fabulous package there. Um, this is for travel from 30 January to 29 March. You can travel on other dates, but this is a special offer for that period. Um, and that's from under 
um, $1,630 per person, five nights accommodation at the Pacific Resort, and you're getting a night free on that, and you're also getting us an airfare sale on this particular time, which is a 600 save on the airfares as well, and you're getting a tropical drip, a breakfast, a $100 New Zealand resort credit, um, use of kayaks, snorkeling gear, etc., etc., all the usual things. Um, also, poppies on the lagoon at Vanuatu, a little bit closer to home. It's from 1 February to 31 March, this special offer, and again, you've got five nights accommodation on this one from under a thousand and fifty. Now this is an airfare sale with thirty-five percent off the accommodation, which is a saving of over a thousand dollars. So breakfast again, you get a welcome juice on arrival, a, a tour, use of different non-motorized water sports, barbecue facilities, etc. Because that's right on the lagoon. Uh, New Caledonia, a bit closer to home again. We're getting closer and closer. Sheraton, New Caledonia Diva Spa and Golf Resort. They've got a package there, five nights again. And that's available 1 November to 11 December and 6 January to 31 March. So you've got two periods, periods there that you can fit into. Buffet breakfast daily, 25% off the accommodation on on this one, return airfares again and lots of other different inclusions and that's from under $1,800 and the last little Pacific one, Fiji Shangri-La's Fijian Resort and Spa, 7 nights accommodation 30% savings and discounts which is a saving of just over $800 um, if you ha- are taking kids, um, there's a full buffet breakfast daily for adults and for children 12 years and under and an airfare sale of $399 on that and that's available 1 February to 31 March. Uh, we were talking Star Clippers, so just letting you know they've got their new brochure about to be released for 2021 with early booking savings of up to 30%. So get in early if you're thinking of doing a Star Clipper cruise and of course we were talking the Marquesas so that beautiful area of French Polynesia where you can go on the Aranui 5 and the rates available on that for that 14 days as I said including all your meals and your night each end in um, Papiete starts from under seven and a half thousand dollars per person and there's lots of early bird deals out there as usual Jane available coming through all the time for 2020 and even into 2021 particularly if you're looking at Antarctic that does book out sometimes up to two years ahead mm, now right. so it's just getting more and more popular so think ahead for your travel plans yes you do need to do that to get a saving anyway well that's our hot deal for today and talking travel as well we'll be back next friday after the one o'clock news to talk more travel on 2nurfm thanks for listening to this podcast from 2nurfm at the university of newcastle topics range from gardening to health well-being pet care finance business and travel You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.